we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. Columbus Day slash Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah. Factor bullcrap, Drew. What do you know about Columbus Day? Uh, some. Okay. Remember it in school. All right, we're going to find out Very how little. much you remember. Sail the eight. See how good my seventh grade about, recall is. Right. That's about it. 1492, Sail the Ocean Blue. Yeah, the okay. Penta, the Nina, the... Most uh, most people probably don't know much, so don't feel too bad, Drew. All right. All right. Factor Bullcrap, Columbus Day edition. Yeah, Columbus set foot in modern-day Massachusetts 527 years ago today. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Bullcrap. Hoo-ah! Columbus landed in the Bahamas, uh-huh. never set foot on the mainland. Today's not the actual anniversary. He landed on October 12th of 1492, but Columbus Day is always on the second Monday in October. Got that one right, Drew. Remember that one. I knew it was self. Yeah, Bahamas. Back to bullcrap. Columbus Day edition. He did not use the name Christopher Columbus when he was alive. Bullcrap. Christopher Columbus is the English version. His real Italian name is Cristoforo Colombo. He also used the Spanish version, which which, uh, is Cristobal Colon. (laughs) Nice try, Drew. You tried. Yes, I did. Number three, Factor Bullcrap, Columbus Day edition. He crossed the Atlantic Ocean a total of three times. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Fact. Uh... <laughs> this is not going well. Started out so strong, Drew. Started out so strong. Had so much potential. I know, I know. The real answer is 10. He took four trips between 1492 and 1502. So if you count each way across, that's eight times. The other two happened after he died. His remains were moved from Spain to the Dominican Republic in 1542, then back to Spain in 1899 when they're like, yeah, we don't really want him here. <laughs> How long does a trip across the ocean in a, in a boat like Columbus take? So long that it's gotta you would be wouldn't, months. Yeah. And, right? I mean, months, you got to assume, right? Yeah. And you he, hope you're going the right way. He did four, yeah. He did four trips in, in 10 years. Yeah. And he found it by accident. He thought he'd... Right. He was going somewhere didn't else. Didn't even, yeah. Uh, Factor Bullcrap, Columbus Day edition here on the Morning Sickness. Couple more, Drew. Uh, most states don't give government workers a paid day off. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Uh, I think federal offices are closed. Say most, that again. Most states don't give government workers a paid day off. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Bullcrap. Uh, Jesus. 26 don't, 24 do. Three of the states don't call it a Columbus Day uh, anymore, though. New Mexico, Maine, it's Indigenous Peoples Day. South Dakota, it's Native Americans Day, which uh, seems to be the trend. Yeah. But I think federal offices are closed today, and a lot of banks and credit unions, you got to make a phone call if you're expecting to do any of that today. The post office is closed. Some trash pickup may be affected. There's some stuff. Factor bullcrap, Drew. Columbus Day edition, last one. Let's try to finish strong here. You started out again, a lot of hope and promise, and then really just (laughs) fell off the cliff. Yep. There's one state that celebrates Columbus Day and Native American Day today. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, fact. Hoo-ah! There you go. This year, by the way, Oklahoma became the only state to officially celebrate the PC and non-PC versions of the holiday on the same day. So Oklahoma is your answer. Two for five, Drew. Well, get for, me in the Hall of Fame for baseball. Not, well, in baseball, yeah, but <laughs> that's because you get a bazillion at-bats, you know. Right. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. That time of year. Spooky things. Horror movies, corn mazes, ghost goblins, Halloween mm-hmm, decorations, mm-hmm. candy, all that stuff, Drew. It's, Caramel apple. Yeah. It's that time of year. Corn mazes. Watch some horror movies while we were on vacation. A little bit, just chilling in the morning. Threw it on. Right time for it. What's that? Good time to do it. Yeah, Right Night, the original. Watch that one. Uh, a couple others. My wife was watching uh, Phantasm last night while I was watching Sunday Night Football. But, uh, Drew, the most important thing about a, a horror movie franchise is that uh, there is uh, a lot of nudity, right? Yeah, it seems like. Campers seems like having sex. They weren't watching him. He wasn't a very good swimmer. Yep. They were too busy making love. So that you got to kill all those naked kids, right. you know? They're out there fornicating in the woods. <laughs> and you got to kill them for that, right? You got to go out there and stab them. Yep. You can't be fornicating in a tent. 
Which horror movie franchise has the most nudity? Thankfully, we have a friend of ours named Mr. Skin who put together a list of the most nudity. So these are only uh, multiple movies. These are franchises, okay, yeah. right? So these are ones that uh, have more not than... More, yeah, not just the standalone. Got it. Uh, the horror movie franchise with the most TNA is a, a franchise called Witchcraft. And uh, apparently that's because they... I, I've never heard of them. They're all straight to DVD or video. Mm-hmm. There's 16 of them. Oh my gosh, Jeez. you are kidding me. That Yeah, which is surprising that you haven't heard of them because there's 16 of them. There's 16 of these witchcraft movies in this franchise from 1988 to 2017, all straight to video. Somebody's watching them. <laughs> wow. It's the longest running interconnected horror franchise. Uh, after that, according to Mr. Skin, the uh, horror movie franchise with the most nudity is Friday the 13th. Yep. 12 movies. Second one, right? Yep. 12 movies, 39 nude scenes. Jason uh, does not like nudity. He will kill you if you get naked. Yeah, a lot of nudity in those Jason movies. Uh, Hellraiser, the number two. Cenobites. Ten movies, 24 nude scenes. You don't do the Hellraiser, Gene? I I would be fine now. My problem was it was kind of like a Jaws thing for you. I was into horror movies or whatever, and then I saw Hellraiser, and I I really had a problem with the whole thing. Which Cenobite? did it for you was it pinhead or was it one of the other it was just the box and the them and the and the mouthing <laughs> the, 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 the yeah, guy the, that the does chatter. that yeah. and then the pulling him apart in that room i mean like i don't know it, Jesus was, it was it was super like it was it really made me afraid when like, you go you know, back and watch that movie I, we actually watched that like a week or two ago and uh the scene where he comes out of the wood in the upstairs uh the abandoned bedroom there yes is even in this day and age where all the CGI and stuff, I mean, that was so well done. I mean, it's so creepy and weird it's and disgusting. It's so creepy. And, it's so awful. Uh, but Hellraiser at number two in, in regards to TNA. Uh, Ten movies, 24 nude scenes. Wrong turn. Started out strong. It was a major motion picture. And then there there was like two or three that made the theaters. And then the rest of them went to DVD. Uh, seven movies, 17 nude scenes. Hmm. Wrong turn. I think there was a bunch of hillbillies living in the woods. Is that the deal? There usually is. Uh, Piranha, number four on the list. If you saw the one that had, uh, ah, what the hell is his name? The kid that was in Stand By Me, the fat kid. Mm -hmm. Jerry Connell. Uh, five movies, 16 nude scenes. There was a couple of porn actresses in the, in the well, big... Well, go swimming naked and then yeah. the fish eat you. Uh, number five, Hostel. This is uh, mm-hmm. torture porn at its best. Three movies, 14 nude scenes. Silent Night, Deadly Night. That's the franchise? Yeah. Silent six, Night, Deadly Night? Six movies, 14 nude scenes. I think this is uh, Crazy Santa. Yeah. Goes around it's... killing people. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember in the first one, um, yeah, there was, there was some pool table nudity that went on. I think he threw the girl into a rack of uh, deer antlers as well, <laughs> if, I, if my memory serves. Uh, Halloween, another big one to make the list. 13 movies, only 13 nude scenes. Yeah. One per movie. Not a lot of nudity. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michael Myers will kill you over some nudity, but uh, not a lot of nudity. In, uh, obviously, the first one, when he kills his sister, she's up there caroling her hair, and the breasts are all exposed. Uh, Amityville, 23 movies. Twenty. There's been 23 Amityville movies. Uh, nine nude scenes. Yeah, that's not one I would think of. Uh, this one is surprising. Uh, as uh, In the shower, uh, I guess there's some shower scenes with the blood. But. So low on the list here. Again, this is uh, Mr. Skin uh, of MrSkin.com putting you together a list of the uh, horror movie franchises with the most TNA. Number nine on the list, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nine movies, only eight nude scenes. You think 80s huh. movie, slasher flick, you know. Yeah. But yeah, but that's more, yeah. In your dreams, psychological. Psychological, yeah. yeah. Can't fall asleep, that's terrible. Uh, also interesting, according to Mr. Skin, horror movies has have less nudity than drama, comedy, crime, and action. In fact, dramas have the most nudity with almost four times as much as horror <laughs> movies. So if you're looking for the nudity in movies, major motion pictures. Don't go to horror. Horror movies, not so much. You got a favorite horror movie of all time, Drew? Which one? Any? Exorcist. Exorcist. That's your yeah. favorite? Is there any that freaked you out? Any that, like, Jaws like, for me, I won't go anywhere near the ocean. Really? And I, I could watch Hellraiser and now. And I'll never do it again. Man, I, it was a long time before I could even think about that movie without getting freaked out. The ring was kind of creepy. Yeah. The video, watch the video, phone rings, yep. and you're dead seven days later, girl in the well. Yeah, Jaws was real, and, and I know most people don't consider it a horror movie, but I will never go anywhere near the ocean again. <laughs> I mean, I'll go on the beach, and I'll look at it. It's pretty. It's nice, but... Uh, Have your picnic sitting right there. But nope. Not going in. I can do it. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. But uh, in regards to horror movies, you can't go wrong with with, with Jason or Michael Myers or nope. Freddy Krueger. Those or are twenty three Amityville horror movies. Yeah, 
I don't know, reading about the Amityville and, and watching documentaries about it are more scary than the movies, in my opinion. Agreed. Ryan. Come on! Gene. Let's go! And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. Zombies, Shaw, eating brains. Mm-hmm. Are they running what around? They do. You know, they're very popular, at least they have been for the last few years. Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. All the Walking Deads. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a couple more Walking Deads. Mm-hmm. Here are some uh, zombie tweets hmm. as we get closer and closer to Halloween, Shaw. These I've are got cell phones. Zombies are tweeting out. You got the interwebs. Top zombie tweets here on the Morning Sickness. You only live twice. Hashtag Yolt. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. What's the difference between me and a married guy? The ring. Yeah. Hashtag mm-hmm. zombie humor. Mm-hmm. Get it? Yeah. yeah. Married guy walking around looking I, like mm-hmm. half dead. Dead man walking. Dead man walking. Dead man walking. Uh, zombie tweets here on I the get Morning it. Sickness. I get it. I've been walking for three days and only put 67 mm-hmm. steps in my Fitbit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so slow. Yeah, I don't know I why really anybody pick thought. Up my pace. I don't know why anybody thought running zombies would be a good thing. I don't want Making that. that movie was unnecessary. Yeah, didn't climbing need over that, that wall. So I was fast, fine I with the zombies that. being slow. <laughs> right. You give me fast zombies, Had and a I'm out there for a while. Yeah, slow zombies. Eh, whatever. You can kind of avoid them. Set up some booby traps. Fast zombies. No, I'm out. Top zombie tweets here on the morning sickness. Accidentally walked into a cure concert. Couldn't tell the zombies from the <laughs> Friday. I'm in love. Uh, zombie tweets here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. I always thought being able to eat as much as I wanted and still lose weight would be awesome. Hashtag careful what you wish for. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. When I was still alive, I wished for that. Now it's second chance. We're not evil. We're hangry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All we're the time. Always hangry, yeah. yes. Zombie tweets here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. FYI, Jenny McCarthy, this is what happens when you don't vaccinate. <laughs> Are there fat zombies now that I think about it? Well, yeah, if you're fat and you die and you become a zombie, you're still fat. I know, but I don't see that portrayed much Mm-mm. in the whole zam- no, zombie world. they're all world. tall they're and all... thin. Well, they waste away because their body parts start see, falling it. off. But I don't think you lose weight because there's been fat zombies on The Walking Dead. There have? But I think they're recently deceased and become mm-hmm. zombies. I don't know. Okay. I... I guess I don't know. I don't think... I mean, their system's not working normal. Right? I know, but Metabolism. usually the ones I see in movies and portray aren't like... Well, I think they're supposed to look like corpses, right? They've been dead for a while, then they come back to life. Whereas in The Walking Dead, you become a zombie by getting infected and then dying right away. Uh, top zombie tweets here on The Morning Sickness. A few more, Shaw. Uh, stop calling us Walking Dead. Some of us also shuffle. Hashtag the more you know. <laughs> Getting our third Walking Dead show soon. Suck it, mummies. <laughs> Poor mummies. Left out. And uh, last but not least, Shaw. Top zombie tweets here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. It's really hard to work out regularly when your limbs keep falling mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Try as they might. Gotta get me a sword. Like Michonne. Just start chopping up zombies. I haven't... Yeah, zombies are really popular. I'm trying to think of... What? Well, just other, you know, the vampires haven't been real, real big. Dracula had a good 10, 15 years there. There was right. a few movies that came out. Obviously, Bram Stoker's Dracula. That one Keanu Frankenstein Reeves. we had a couple years ago that was super good. Really big and, I mean, played the part really big and tall with the big boots and stuff. That was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, there's been a couple. There hasn't been a mummy thing, though. Which yeah, is Brian relative. Frazier, the, guess, Tom, the Tom Cruise movie that came out a few years ago. They're rebooting the Universal uh, Pictures, like, monster movie franchise. So, um... The mummy's part of that, but I get the movie was not good, and I don't know. Mummy, it's just sort of he shuffles around and right. and, and, and toilet paper. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of I Can't mean, I, see hardly, and he's essentially a mummy, right? Or uh, a zombie? Well, because he yeah, died yeah. and he comes mm-hmm. back to life. So, but it's nice, Shaw, for those that don't want to interact with other people at the Halloween party. You just wrap up and you have your That's straw true. through your thing, Everybody and you stand you in the corner, and, and you if, don't have to. And do if, it. if the Monster Squad taught me anything, Shaw, it's all you got to do is grab one piece it's, of that bandage, start. Put, put it on an arrow and then shoot it into a tree, and then yeah. the next thing you know, that guy—he's got. It's just nothing a, left of him. Just some bones on the on the road. That's it. No longer a concern. Wolfman's got nards. That's the one you got to watch out for. The Wolfman. I mean, you blew him up with a stick of dynamite in the Monster Squad, and he came back. He came back together. That guy's scary. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Speaking of Decker and Gene Shaw, and I, I know you got to run here. I know you don't, but. Hopefully Decker gets here shortly because my wife asked me last night if I had spoken to Decker 
uh, yesterday, and I said, no, I saw him in the morning, but I, I had a bunch of stuff to do, so I didn't really get a chance to talk to him. And she said that she was listening to him yesterday afternoon uh-huh. uh, during his show, and he said that he and his fiance had gone out to dinner, I think fi- Friday night fish fry, uh, last week or the week before. Okay. And apparently a couple that they don't know walked by their table, saw that he was eating an appetizer, uh-huh. of some sort of onion ring appetizer, and made some sort of comment about how he wouldn't be able to finish all that, and then took food off of his plate in front of what? him. What? We have to confirm. What I got to get the. I got to okay. get all the. This is just what my wife yep. said to me, so I don't have all the information from, directly from the horse's mouth. So I got to get it from Decker when he gets here. But we talked about this, you know, taking food off somebody's grazing, plate, wasn't it, or something like that? Uh, I don't know. Free range grazing, I think, free is, range, yeah. was what we called it when we were talking about this a few months ago. Shaw, uh, I was that that situation though. We were talking about people who had left their food on the table. That's different, though, not when they're still eating it. Right. But this was, as far as I know, this was a complete stranger, right? Like, emasculated Decker to his face. Like, a woman just said, I'm going to eat your fries. Here you go. Take it and leave it and get out of here. I got to find out. I got to find out what the hell's going on. Yeah. Maybe he said something like, yeah, they're covered in ketchup. Have them anyways. I don't know. I got to figure out. Jamie says that it's true. His his fiance. All right. When he gets here, we got to get the, we got to get the true the true story here. We got to figure out what's going on. Because the way my wife told it to me was that Decker said that this woman and this man that they don't know walked up, walked, no walked by his table, and, and made then, some sort of comment about these onion some, ring things that he had, and then she themselves to not, and not just grabbed him with it. Like, okay, you go by somebody's plate, maybe you grab a fry with your fingertips. Still, not somebody you don't know, you don't. Still, still big problem. But just fingertip and a French fry one. This woman apparently pawed at his his onion ring things, like a whole mitt full. What was, kind of sick, disgusting human being does that? What's wrong with you? What made you think that we, that was we'll okay? We'll just have to get the details because that that sounds like a day in bed for Decker to think about that. And to I hope he doesn't have something now. You know I mean, what I mean? Like you know, he didn't eat the rest of those. Absolutely not. You don't go back. He'd in. have to go dark. Just I mean, like completely <laughs> <laughs> recover from that in the dark. <sighs> All right. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Shaw in the newsroom on National Bosses Day. I knew that. Are you supposed to buy him a flower or something? Card, maybe? Hey, boss. I get him a card. How about a text? Tell me about this thing yesterday with the papers. What? Gene, you had that, that paper scene. Oh, I was just looking through office pranks, essentially, and it was, right. uh, Shaw, it was over the course of a, a couple months, slowly okay. take a, like a ream of paper, if you have a boss or a coworker who has a really messy desk, and you just keep adding to it, so over the course of like a couple months, you add a thousand or two thousand pieces of paper, and they don't even know it, because right. it's like in the middle of it, and I was like, we could totally do that oh, to yeah. Big Daddy Know-It-All, and it would be, he, I don't even know. I will say his, his desk has been oh, a little bit better, tremendously better over the last couple of years, and it was. Still, though, but he wouldn't notice. Yeah. No. It'd be spring, maybe, before <laughs> I, I get anxiety going into his office because of all the tabs he has open on his computer. Have you ever seen it? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know how it, he keeps track of that. It, it drives me insane. I can't. I just want to throw his computer through the wall. <laughs> I just don't know how you do it. It's an, it's insanity. It really is. But he can find what he's looking for in just a moment's notice, you know? Yeah, I mean, kudos to him, I guess. Top signs your boss is nuts, Shaw, on that <laughs> okay. boss's day. Before she makes any final decisions, she runs them by her emotional support hamster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like hamsters, though. Top signs your boss is nuts here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. He says he loves you like the daughter he never murdered. <laughs> oh, what? The one That's I a let special live. kind of love. Yeah. Whoa. He proudly carries around his world's most insane boss coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I need you to come in on Saturday. Take that title seriously. Top signs your boss is nuts here on the morning sickness. Really big company decisions are made via crazy eight ball. Ah, I yeah. like that. Shake it and Shake see it what it says. Yeah. Uh, check back tomorrow. He allows office romances as long as he gets to watch. Oof. Can I get a video of that? Yeah. Can I get a video of that? <laughs> I need a TPS report. Uh, she decided to hold this year's office bonding retreat in Syria. Oh. Yeah. Cheap flights, though. Hmm. I'm sorry. Team building. Her lunch order is kale salad with a side of goat blood. (laughs) Some fish might try. I think he's got that album. (laughs) (laughs) Top signs your boss is nuts here on the morning sickness. 
Her secretary is a chimpanzee in a mon- uh, miniskirt. <laughs> yeah, that oh, could be a thing. On. Give me some coffee. Uh, she allows 10-minute cigarette breaks, 30-minute lunch breaks, and 60-minute meth breaks. Oh. How about that nice little under-the-desk nap? I'm, the more I look at my office, the more I re- realize it's perfectly suited for that, Shaw. Yours, Nobody too. would know you're even in there, right? 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 Yours, too? Yeah. What yeah, I don't I understand is why I don't take the two chairs out and just put a, a like, love seat or a couch in there. And shut the door? Yeah. A private phone call. I'm pumping. <laughs> Just say I'm pumping. I, so it's bad. Totally, Sean. You both, you and I, uh, have offices where we. That's can true. Get, we can get away with that. Yeah. We're small enough and we're, to fit yeah, into the desk. Yeah, your your office is way too much junk in it, Sean. You got to reorganize and bring in a couch or something. I do. Like you're that. right. Top signs: Your boss is nuts on National Boss Day. Here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock, he actually thinks you're not looking at porn in your cubicle. He doesn't think that. Yeah. Show him my old face. Oh, oh, oh. Joaquin Phoenix prepared for the Joker movie by studying him. <laughs> National Bosses Day. These Creepy. are bad bosses. Top signs your boss is nuts here on the morning sickness. The wife and kids in the picture on his desk are yours. Uh, I borrowed him. His name is Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> Top signs your boss is nuts here on the morning sickness. Two more, Shaw. Two more. He uh, makes Michael Scott from The Office look well-adjusted. <laughs> That's what she said. And uh, last but not least, uh, the uh, top sign your boss is nuts on National Bosses Day here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. He refers to the potted plant in the office lobby as the executive restroom. Oh, oh yeah, not that, that. Wait a minute. That thing doesn't flush. I'm watering the plant. National Bosses Day today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, tell your boss that you give a rat's ass. Hey, boss. <laughs> or just show up for work and do your job. Yeah. There you go. I'm here. What else do you want? Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Gene, thank you for being a friend. Oh, thanks. We've traveled down the road and back again. I appreciate that, Brian. Your heart is true. Well, your heart's sometimes true. It's true, Brian. Uh, You're a pal. You're a confidant. Thanks. And the Golden Girls puppet parody show is going to be at Viterbo in a couple of weeks. And joining us on the phone right now is a couple of the ladies who are performing in that show, Erin and Ashley. How are you girls doing this morning? Great. How are you guys? Good, good. We're good. So you're taking this all over the country, and you're stopping lacrosse, I believe, is the 29th of October yep. at Viterbo. And so was this your idea or someone else's, and then you just got the honor of playing the roles? Lucky for us, we saw an amazing casting notice. Um, <laughs> uh, the The show was, uh, the concept was Jonathan Rockefeller's idea. Um from Australia, and he brought it over to the United States, and they had a short off-Broadway run a couple years ago, and then this summer they were casting the off-Broadway play, the off-Broadway, but it's a revamped national tour version of it, and uh, we auditioned this summer, and we were lucky enough to book it. Now, had either of you been a puppeteer beforehand, or were you, uh, was that something you just had to learn to do, or... Um, was that something you just kind of picked up? Yeah, um, Ashley and I were both puppeteers uh, prior to starting this rehearsal process. I actually grew up as a puppeteer. I was a part of a very nerdy, competitive puppeteering team where we traveled the country and performed at different conventions. And Ashley um, had been in a production of Avenue Q and a puppeteer and a couple of other productions um, in New York. So we were lucky enough to have prior experience coming into the process. Are you guys going to continue this? Is this a short run? Is this going to like, are are we looking at 2020 to go back out on the road again? I mean, we always hope so. (laughs) Um, We, our particular tour right now is going until June of 2020. Um, but we're hoping like cities like La Crosse, if they do well, that uh, that they'll have a need for us to come back out again. You guys are everywhere. I see Milwaukee later this month, Manaqua, La Crosse here, as we mentioned, at Viterbo on the 29th, Appleton, Madison at the Overture Center. I mean, you're really making a lot of stops. And if you're interested in seeing it, Brian, you said some floor seats, just a few, and then some balcony yeah. seats for our La Crosse show. But obviously in the area uh, of Wisconsin, if you want to take it in. Now, tell me, girls, uh, I have a bunch of Golden Girls memorabilia in my house. Um, I've got some magnet sets. I've got the candles. I just ordered some Christmas ornaments the other day. So I've got quite a few things. What is the uh, the most valuable or sought-after piece of Golden Girls memorabilia that you two have? I and the rest of the cast, we actually share a clue board 
of the Golden Girls. So we have a game of Clue that travels with us that is Golden Girls themed, which is really fun. Um, and the favorite piece of memorabilia I have, um, I actually got from our merch for the show. So there's merch at our show that you'll be able to buy. Nice. Um, it's a cooking. It's a cooking spoon that says "Picture It, Sicily" on it. Picture it, Sicily, 1945. <laughs> yeah, one of my, uh, of course, that's, that's right. Great lead-in for uh, the Golden Girls. Uh, that puppet show or that Golden Girls show. It's a puppet um, uh, parody show that's coming to the Viterbo in a couple of weeks. The tickets again available. Uh, you can go online and get those. Um, is there a a specific episode that of the Golden Girls that you guys uh, uh, are drawn to, in regard and like that's your favorite, or one that stands out above the rest in regards to its subject matter, or maybe the insults that you get from you know uh, <laughs> from Blanche. Um, my favorite episode is has to be the episode where they go for the murder mystery weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, they actually get framed for a murder that they believe to actually be real. And my favorite, I think, might be the pilot. I think it it really encompasses what the show's about. Um, But my favorite quote from the show, which is not in the pilot, of course, is when Blanche says, eat dirt and die trash, which if you come to the show, you might hear. Yeah, shut up, you trash. That might be one of the best insults of all time, and it doesn't get used often enough. And uh, I'm going to try to make that a a more regular thing on our show here uh, in lacrosse. (laughs) Aaron and Ashley, thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes of your time to join us. Look forward to seeing you guys at the show. It's going to be at Viterbo on the 29th. It's That Golden Girls Show, a puppet parody. Tickets available online. You can find the Facebook page. Give them a like. It's it's going to be a hell of a good time. Can't wait. Thank, thank you, you so much. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Would you rather? Interesting okay. survey. Over 1,500 people who use their... Cell phones for work. Okay. Were recently asked how hard it would be to give up certain things. They said the hardest thing to quit would be... Your cell phone. Sort of. But what do you need to make the cell phone work? The internet. Internet. Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. 61% of people responding to this survey said it would be, quote, very difficult or impossible to give it up. I mean, we existed for a long time without that. But yeah, well, I mean, if you have cell service, you can still use the functions of the phone, but the Wi-Fi. Which is what? Well, <laughs> no, the I internet. Know, I'm Browse just, meme pages. No, I mean, without the internet, the memes? what's the po- purpose of the phone? Well, to call. But yeah, but. Don't call me. I'm answering the phone. 23% of people would rather stop bathing. Ugh. No. <laughs> like, on. ever? Then give up the Wi-Fi, Shaw. And Absolutely 19, <laughs> I like this one. This one speaks to me. 19% of people that responded to this survey said they would rather give up all human contact than <laughs> go without Wi-Fi. No. Oh, my gosh. And just me in a room with my phone and the Wi-Fi. That's <laughs> all good. I need. <laughs> Again, 1,500 people who use their phones for work uh, recently asked how hard it would be to give up on different things. Even giving up junk, food, or sex would be easier for them, according to the poll, Shaw. 58% of people said giving up sex would be very difficult or impossible, which is yeah, less than yeah, the 61. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I just got to get married. That's all you got to do. <laughs> the junk food, uh, the easiest of all of the things. You get married, you give up both those. You don't get to eat any junk food. 42% said the same thing about junk food. I can give up junk food. Uh, almost three quarters of people in the survey said they'd use their phone on the toilet before, Sean. That's you. Oh, yeah, man. How else am I going to crush all that candy? <laughs> I got like five, ten minutes, man. Lone time. Unless Phil Coskin's in there, then he wants to talk to me. That's what got a conversation. It's like, I don't want to talk to you, man. I'm busy. I'm pooping. Uh, 11% have checked it during a funeral. I'm at a funeral for five, ten minutes. I can leave it in the pocket for that long. For sure. I don't do funerals. I'm just not, it's not a thing for me. I don't quite understand hanging around. Well, you could insert wedding or any other service there, I'm assuming. Seven, 7% of people use it during sex. During? Yeah, Donut did that. What what would they possibly be doing on their phones at that point? Donut, when he got engaged, <laughs> sent me a text message, and I didn't get it right away. And then when I got it and I called him to congratulate him, he was in the midst of mm. some post-engagement sex. sex. And uh, he's like, I'm going to have to call you back. I'm like, why'd you even answer the phone? You <laughs> thing? He's like, well, I thought it might be an emergency. And I'm like, it's not an emergency. You just told me you got engaged. I was calling to say congratulations. Put the phone hang down. Up. Get hang back up. to work. Hang up. Hang up. Get hang back up. to work. Hang Focus. Up. Oh, that can definitely wait. I will say though that as a best friend, it showed it showed her who's more important. 
Well, it could have been an emergency. Look, I'm getting engaged to you. We're going to be together for the rest of our... But Brian... <laughs> He's calling right an emergency. Now, and I know I'm busy, He's but... my best friend. He's been there longer than you. I said the same thing to my wife. I said, she's like, you're my best friend. I'm like, no, that's not a thing for me. I'm like, I got one best friend. It's Donut, and that's the way it is, and... I'm not answering the phone, though. I'm not answering. No. I mean... Yeah. I can't think of any reason to answer the phone. I can't either. I can wait. I probably wouldn't answer the phone anyways. I don't like so it's not that much of a sacrifice, really, then, is it? <laughs> Text message. I might respond mm-hmm. to one of those, though. You know, like, oh, just quick get. Hold on one second. Breaking the action. Do it in the bed with you anyway. Breaking the action. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. There is a discussion right now on Reddit about things that men do that they think are okay, but are actually creepy, Shaw. Such as? Everywhere like such as. (laughs) Um, This one is interesting to me, number 10 on the list. Uh, Getting sexually explicit the first time you're texting. The first time? Yeah, like you get her number, things are okay. You know, you meet up, you get her number, yeah. like, hey, I'll call you. And then all of a sudden you start immediately getting. Yeah, slow down a bit there. Huh? But I also know from some younger girls that I've I've worked with, uh, not inside this building, but out elsewhere, that like it's almost a foregone conclusion that if you give a guy your number, he's going to send you a picture of his wiener right away. Come on. Yeah, like, and they're just like, that's just, the, and I don't know if, like, they don't seem too bothered by it. I'm not saying that I've done it or that I, you know, have any interest Maybe in Maybe that, that's but. too common. Maybe go think different. Be, But it be just seems like such a, stra- you know, like, here, I just I just mailed you some Polaroids of my wiener, yeah. like, back in the 80s. <laughs> hey, what's your address? I'm going to send you some pictures. Uh, just that one's a, very strange. Number nine on this list of uh, a discussion on Reddit about things that men do that they think are okay but are actually creepy. Uh, asking a woman you just met if she lives alone. Let's role play. Hi, my name is Brian. Hi, Brian. Where do you live? Do you live alone? <laughs> Tell me where you live. Are I you have, alone? Maybe. You're alone, right? I have okay, attacked dogs, though. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> yeah, right Beware away. Beware of the dogs. Asking a woman you just met if she lives alone. That's weird. So you live alone? Yeah, that's creepy. But that's, I mean, when you think about movies, though, back in the day, and like, oh, so you live alone? Or are you coming here often? I mean, like, it's one of those phrases that, like, I don't know. Maybe not right away. Maybe not immediately. Yeah, no, not right away. Uh, blocking an exit when you're trying to start a conversation or restricting a woman's movement in that's any way. Never well, cool. that's, that's never. And that's what I mean. I read this and I'm like, well, the, whoever thought that that yeah, was okay? Hey, cool. you trying to get out of here? Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Trying to go up the stairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your way, yeah. No. Help. Uh, Help. Casually touching a woman's thigh or back while you're talking to her. No. This is brand new? I think We're this is for people that are not close people. friends. Yeah. These are, again. Casually touching my thigh? Oh, brand maybe, new? Maybe like, oh, you don't even. You just, no, like, like a knee slap? Like one of these? Is that not a... Oh, don't. No, no touch. Oh, no touch, Sean? No? Pretty much. I don't think no touch. Uh, Ten things that men do that they think are okay but are actually super creepy. Again, the discussion on Reddit. Uh, right now, number six on the list, when a woman is walking on the sidewalk, <laughs> driving slowly next to them to try to talk to them. Hey, baby. Right. Wow. She got under, uh, on under that skirt. <laughs> Dude. Want some fries with that shake? What time do the, the what time do you, are they like Hello. 7-Eleven? They're open Hi, all the ma'am. time. Hi, right? ma'am. Would you like a you ride a mirror somewhere? on your I pants. I can see myself in your, in your pants. <laughs> right. Uh, this one got me. I, I and I do this. I do, but I do this to everybody. I I don't. It's not a man woman thing. Ten things that men do that are uh, they think are okay, but are actually super creepy. Unsolicited shoulder massages. So you're, you but not somebody you've just met. No, 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 no. Not some strange lady on the street. Like, hey, let me give you a shoulder massage. Wait, stop running. No, but I like, mean, but like Megan up front or on or whatever. Yeah, you come high on the sofa. She gets. Yeah, why are you touching me? <laughs> she just laughs. Lori, I, you know, she's yeah. like, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> Those but are yeah. people you know, though. That's a whole. So that one's okay. That, I, that's and a it, whole that's it. It's, it's never, up to them whether it's okay. I think. But that. Hello, a, I am requesting your permission to touch your shoulders. No, for this is about people you non-sensual just relief. No, do I got to say that now? No. Is there a form I got to? No, out? no, no. This is about people you've just met. Uh, number number four on the list, Shaw. The uh, things that men do uh, that they think are okay but are actually super creepy. 
hassling someone for a date because you know she doesn't have a boyfriend. Hassling? Hassling? Hassling at all, whether she has one or not, or a husband. Hey, well, we, should, we should date. We should go out. We should date. Huh. Uh, moving a woman's clothing to get a better look at her tattoo. Uh, I don't know. That's uh, Has that ever been okay? Mm-mm. I think it's up to her if she wants you to see her tattoo. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, Shaw. Well, what if she's oh, moved? What if she's got like a? What if she's got like a tank top on and she moves the thing and it's on the shoulder and she moves it and you it's said already she moves it right. That's no, different. but what I'm saying is she moves it but doesn't move it enough so you can't get a full no. look. Like she's like, look at my tattoo, and then you're like, oh. nope. Then you, you got to say, I'm sorry, I can't see all of it. Just take your shirt off so I can see. <laughs> is that the appropriate thing to do? <laughs> Just no, direct. You tell me, Shaw. Which I one? don't know, man. I'm <laughs> long removed from the game. <laughs> Things that men do that they think are okay but are actually super creepy, uh, according to a discussion on Reddit. Two more. Uh, number two, saying something like, you're perfect within a few minutes of meeting someone. Compliments okay, but maybe that's a little bit, that's like. That's kind of creepy. Have you smelt my farts yet? Do you know how perfect yeah, that those are? They're real perfect. That's weird. Come, come back here and get a whiff that's of this. Huh. Uh, and then uh, number one on the list, uh, according to a discussion on Reddit about things that men do that they think are okay but are actually creepy. Asking a woman, where's my hug? No. Like if she's dishing out the hugs and you don't get one? Maybe there's, there's a, reason a reason why, Stinky Pete. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a reason. All right, Stinky Pete, there's well, a reason. just because I don't All right, Captain Halitosis. I can't believe your, one of your sentences on there said harassing is how you started it. And that we have to tell you that that's that not harassing, right. Not a, that is creepy. Harassing is creepy, by the way, in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> okay, guys. Even though if, you think it's okay. If it starts with harassing, so there you it's go. probably on the list. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Week 7 in the NFL kicks off tonight with the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos Mile High Stadium. That's great, but who are the chefs? <laughs> uh, Shaw, you and I both wisely on the Kansas City Chiefs. Gene taking the Denver Broncos. Yeah, the uh, Chiefs have been struggling a bit. but They got two losses in a row at home to the Colts. And uh, who the hell did they lose to last week? I forget. Uh, but uh, Mahomes looks a little nicked up, apparently. Had an injury on his ankle. But uh, Gene thinks that's enough to get the Denver Broncos the win this week. I think Denver's still winless, I believe. They're 2-4. and four. Oh, are they? They won two games? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, next matchup, Rams, the Roms of Los Angeles at yeah, the Atlanta, tough one for me. Atlanta Falcons. Both teams just sort of met. Both struggling. struggling. Yeah, the Rams have lost, what, three in a row? Uh, they traded away Jalen Ramsey. Or they picked up Jalen Ramsey. They picked him up because mm-hmm. he was with the Jags. Uh, so who knows? We'll see. But uh, the Rams at the Falcons. Gene took the Falcons. Shaw, you also took the Falcons. Okay. I am on the Rams. Okay. I think they're going to get right this weekend against Atlanta. Uh, Dolphins at Buffalo. We are all on the Bills. Mm-hmm. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, Shaw. The Miami Dolphins. Dolphins still winless. They're just awful. Mm-hmm. They're awful. Maybe if 10. they can't beat the Redskins, then they ain't beating anybody. Uh, next matchup, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cincinnati Bungles. Go figure. Captain Uniform over here took the bungles. She likes those that one, I'm going to be right one of these times. That's true. Well, it's worked out for you so far because you're <laughs> pissed pounding my picks. Uh, you and I are both on the Jacksonville Jaguars, Shaw. Uh, Vikes at Lions, NFC North. The Vikes look hot. really good. It's tough. Really good. Uh, you and Gene both took the Vikings, Shaw. However, I am on the Lions. Okay. They. I know they kicked a bunch of field goals against the Packers, but they almost got the win, and they're at home, and they need the victory to mm-hmm. stay competitive in the NFC North. It should be a good one. It should be a good game. Yeah, that game, by the way, game. is uh, is a noon start, and I think that's the one on Fox this week where the Packers will be on, uh, I believe, uh, CBS because they're playing the Raiders. Uh, speaking of that game, the Oakland Raiders at the Green Bay Packers. You're, usually I don't like picking the Packers just because I don't like picking the Packers. <laughs> uh, however, this week I wisely chose the Packers because I think they're going to beat the Oakland Raiders. We all did, they by the should, way. Yeah. All three of us picked the Packers. Uh, Houston Texans at the Colts. Uh, looks like Gene's on Houston. Shaw, you are also on Houston, and so am I. So we're all in on Houston. Uh, next matchup will be the Cardinals at the Giants. Arizona Cardinals, not very good. No big surprise. We all took the Giants in that one, Shaw. Niners, undefeated. Them and the Patriots, that's it. The only two undefeated teams left in the league, and we all think the yeah, they're gonna stay that way. 49ers are going to stay that way because the Redskins are terrible. Next to Miami, they might be the worst team in the NFL. Chargers at Titans, interesting matchup here, right? They're going, with, they're they're getting away from Mariota. That's the deal, right? Mm-hmm. They're sitting him down. Uh, but that didn't stop Gene from choosing the Tennessee Titans. I'm sure she has no idea what I just said. Uh, but you and I, Shaw, I like are Titans. both on the Chargers. 
we think they're going to... Chargers have underperformed too, but... They have, but uh, boy, oh boy, Tennessee is kind of a mess right now. And when you switch quarterbacks, who knows what's going to happen. Saints at Bears. Jean loves the Saints. She cannot bring herself to chick, uh, choose against them. I think Teddy right. Bridgewater is going to get his first loss. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to get his first loss as well. And Sean and I both taking the Bears. Seattle Seahawks, we're all in on them. Cowboys, surprisingly, we are all in on the Cowboys. Uh, I just don't... I don't know what's going on with Philly right now. They just don't seem right. And uh, we are obviously all in on the Patriots beating the Jets. However, Sam Darnold looked pretty damn good beating the Cowboys last weekend in his return from mononucleosis. And if any team can give the Pats in the AFC East a run for their money, it's it's probably the Jets in New York. This would be the game. This could be one of those trap games that we hear so much about, Shaw. So there you go. Our picks, a few few different ones. The Bungles stands out. You just can't bring yourself the Bungles could be playing the Patriots, and she'd still pick the stupid Bungles. I, no, I, I wouldn't. I'd pick the Patriots right. then, but otherwise, <laughs> okay. I, they're going to win one, Sean. Right. Then you guys are going to be like, I oh, swear to crap. God, if I pick the Packers and they lose this week, then I'm never picking them again. <laughs> I always, I never pick them, and I picked them this week, Shaw. And if they don't win this week, then Dude, I'm out. Dude, you got three right out of I know, 15. I'm, I'm you trying. can't be like, ooh. And one of them was the stupid Packers. <laughs> I thought the Lions would get them. <laughs> All right. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. The morning sickness with Brian and Gene. And during the month of October, we have been asking men in particular to wear pink on Fridays to show your support for the ladies in your life. Now, my mom did not have breast cancer, but she did have cancer. Uh, and she beat it, kicked its ass. Uh, and then I know that Decker, his sister, battling with breast cancer. You don't have to go very far to find somebody. My mom. Uh, your mom, you know, you throw a stone, essentially, and you hit somebody that's either dealing with breast cancer in their family directly mm-hmm. or knows somebody. It, do- it doesn't take very far uh, when it comes to finding someone that is dealing with that. And it is a it is a long, difficult process that almost never ends. Am I right, Jamie? Uh, that's right. Some days it definitely feels that way. Yeah. And Jamie Dahl is here in the studio to talk to us. Uh, your husband uh, from Dahl Automotive is sort of the impetus behind real men wearing pink. Uh, we want to thank him for that and thank you for your uh, candid uh, book that you've written now to share your story. Why don't you quickly, briefly tell us your story of, of your cancer uh, survival and how we got to the book? Yes, thank you. Uh, so I was diagnosed in March of 2017 with breast cancer. And uh, I two months prior, I had had a clean mammogram uh, and then actually found a lump on a self-exam a few months later. And that's how I, I knew that something was wrong. Uh, after I was diagnosed, I went through a chemotherapy mm-hmm. treatments and a double mastectomy. Mm-hmm. And then obviously a long road of recovery from just healing from all of those treatments. And obviously one of the things that's super important when you're dealing with breast cancer is the support you get from other people who know exactly what you're going through. Because a lot of times, you know, uh, I, I, not that I'm comparing the two, but I had a, a thing medically that I didn't think anybody would understand. And when I finally came out and shared it, it was incredible. Um, not to get too emotional here, but the the amount of people who came out and said, you know, that really meant something to me to find out. And I'm assuming that's your story as well. Absolutely. Before I was diagnosed, I didn't really know many people that had dealt with breast cancer. Once I was diagnosed, it was more, all. Oh, uh, my gosh. More it's people. like when you buy a Grand Am and the next thing you know, you see all <laughs> Grand Ams on the road. Yes, it's just crazy. That exactly. Way. But I'd had so many people reach out to me once I would die. Once I was diagnosed, uh, just either sharing their own stories, their short, their, their stories of hope. Sure. And then also a lot of people that had just recently. Been, been diagnosed and had a lot of questions and just wanted to relate to someone. The book is called I Have Two Words for You and and talk to us. We were talking off air. I think, you know, let's write a book, right? And sit down <laughs> once upon a time. But well, he, And you said you enjoyed writing and that you also found some, I would assume, some cathartic relief there in expressing your feelings and what you were dealing with. And then it becomes... Wow, other people get relief from this as well. How can I make this a bigger and and share even more than just some Facebook posts? Absolutely, and that's and that's how it did start with just some Facebook posts while I was going through, uh, through the journey. And it was it was it was helpful for me to get what was out of my head out out of my body and to process that way. And uh, in, when I was going through it too, I was looking for a resource. I was looking for a book that I could relate to. Mm-hmm. Something that's important to me is my faith, and that's just something that I really wanted to try to to pair with. With, uh, with this struggle, and I couldn't find anything that had those two components when I was looking. So I thought if I could share everything that's in my head with the people that have all the same questions, it seems like, mm-hmm. um, then that would just be such a way for me to have the last word. I, that way I didn't feel like 
cancer was going to have the last word on my life. I could take something horrible and turn it into something good. On top of wearing pink on Fridays uh, for men who uh, real men wear pink, obviously. And uh, you can find out more about the book by going to your website. There's a couple of places they can go. Amazon, they can get it. What's the book it's actually called? I have two words, I have two for, words you, for you. And, and Amazon also a great website, Brian. It's is it Dahlia? Is that how you say it? So yes. it's doll. It's like the flower, the okay. Dahlia flower. Yep, the Dahlia Diaries. Is her website, yeah. Brian, okay. and there's uh, not only a link to the book there, but just a lot of resources. Now, if you have somebody that's going through uh, the journey or or has or is recently diagnosed, a great resource. And I have two words for you is the book just released? Yes. September 7th was the official, oh. official launch date. Well, congratulations on the book release. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story briefly with us. And uh, obviously, if you want to find out more, you can go to the Rock Foundation page at 957therock.com or our Rock Foundation Facebook page. Real Men Wearing Pink on Fridays in October. Thanks to Doll Automotive, Baracho's Fresh Mexican Grill, Wisconsin Insurance Center, Olson Solar Energy, and everybody here at 957 The Rock. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Sad time of year, Shaw. Halloween. Getting there. You watch any spooky movies? Uh, not in the last few days. No? Planning on it? Yeah. There, oh, yeah. I'll watch them. You probably watch The Exorcist. I know you like that one. Mm-hmm. I've seen that one. My wife was downstairs watching uh, Joyride last night while I was watching Thursday Night Football upstairs. Definitely going to watch the classics, you know, AMC's Horror Fest. Here Is that some, started yet, by the way? I think so. Okay. I think it starts, I think it started this week. stupid movie last oh, week yeah. with the girls called Secret Obsession. It was like... Direct to DVD. I don't know. It was so I, dumb. I just showed Gene the trailer for The Lighthouse, which is not necessarily a horror movie, uh-huh. but it's a black and white psychological drama okay. starring uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Oh. Uh, they are two dudes running a lighthouse, and things go awry, and mm-hmm. there's imaginary mermaid sex in it. Oh, is that what? Well, got your there's attention? all sorts of. I mean, it's it's from the guy who did The Witch, which I didn't I didn't remember, but that movie, The Witch itself, is spooktacular as well, Shaw. Hmm. Uh, here are some signs, though. You're you're watching a bad horror movie. Uh-huh. All right, there have been plenty of them. Yeah, top signs you're watching a bad horror movie here on the Morning Sickness on okay. 95.7 The Rock. Every car starts on the first try. Yeah, <laughs> let's get out of here. Not the way it works in the movies. Yeah. Let's just go. Just press the button from outside and it mm-hmm. automatically. Press the remote start button and we'll get in. It'll be nice and warm. Top signs you're watching a bad horror movie. When the crazy old man at the rundown gas station warns the teens not to go any further into the woods, <laughs> they actually listen. Right. Okay. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Uh, the monster spends most of the movie whining about his irritable bowel syndrome issues. No, I don't need that. Man, I really carry around a package of baby wipes with me when I'm killing teenagers because you never know when. <laughs> want to be comfortable. Top signs you're watching a bad horror movie here mm-hmm. on The Morning Sickness. Mm-hmm. The most terrifying thing that happens in the movie is yeah. when the teenage couple gets their STD results. Ooh. All that premarital unprotected sex, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Would lead to some syphilis. Uh, signs you're watching a bad horror movie. Rudy Giuliani ran on screen and accused the <laughs> zombie of stealing his whole terrifying undead ghoul shtick. <laughs> hey, man, that's mine. It's, it's my move. The real killer is revealed to be student loan debt. Oof. Just get Bernie in there, and then nobody has to pay for anything, right, Shaw? Mm, that's what he that's said. The deal. Where's that money going to come from, by the way? We haven't said, we haven't heard that part. Okay. All right. Uh, top signs you're watching a bad horror movie here on The Morning Sickness. It just suddenly ends when the killer has a breakthrough with his therapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't feel like killing anymore. <laughs> a heavy fog rolls into town, and then after a while, the weather clears up, and everybody goes <laughs> to Wait, where's the monsters? <laughs> the mist. Uh, that's a good one. The werewolf is easily subdued by tickling. <laughs> oh, did I it's find a know. spot? Did I find a spot? A couple more of the top signs you're watching a bad horror movie here on The Morning Sickness. The teenagers hang out at the uh, lake by at night, but uh, don't go skinny dipping. Mm-mm. Oh. Nobody ever thought about taking their clothes off Nobody. and going in the water. The monster is only terrifying because he's wearing jean jorts and pink Crocs. <laughs> hey, it's Puck. <laughs> Made my own jorts. <laughs> well, my lawn and my jorts. Last but not least, uh, the top signs you're watching a bad horror movie here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. It takes place at Camp Never Split Up to search for your missing friends. <laughs> they always do in the movies. Though. Yeah, You go that way and we'll go this way. I mean, they're all going to get killed. It doesn't matter if they're staying in a group or if they're going off on their own. But there you go, Shaw. Huh. Friday the 13th, Halloween, The Exorcist, Nightmare on Elm Street. 
all the classics. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Tebow, Tebow time. Tebow, 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 Tebow Mania. Tebow. 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 Tebow Mania. Tebow Mania. Shaw, remember it? I sure do. It uh, spawned the viral challenge, I guess you could call it. Tebowing. Which was one of the first ones, if I remember correctly. There's planking, mm-hmm. right? Where you lay on things. Mm-hmm. We did uh, Scratty. We had Scratty do that. We What's did the one where you... Uh, owling. No, you jumped up. Like he posterizing. Up, that's oh, yeah. the one. That was one of my favorites. Slam the ball in your face. Yeah, but poster, was, yeah, Muffin Man. Oh my god! And Phil Costigan. I thought he was going to get. I thought Mike Hayes was going to pull his gun out. <laughs> I really thought that was going to be the one. It was. He was not having it. No. But uh, yeah, so we've done some viral challenges uh, over the years, Shaw. You've probably uh, seen some of them on the internet. Oh yeah. There was the one with the Drake song where you get out and dance, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, people were they were mm-hmm. warning Switched you not to do that. In the car. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a fire drill, right? Wasn't that stop sign? Yeah. I mean, we were doing that back in the eighties. Yeah, but it's a thing. But uh, the the recent viral trends, Shaw, these uh, videos are usually somewhat stupid but fun, yeah. harmless, if you will. Sure. This new one though might be the dumbest one of all. Apparently, millennials have just figured out that gravity is a thing. Really? So there's Ooh, now the, a gravity thing. There's a gravity challenge. Uh, I've been reading this book on anti-gravity. I can't put it down. Yeah. New viral challenge is called the gravity challenge. What what happens? Nothing. Nothing. What do you mean? Much like the ALS ice bucket challenge, they just pour water on themselves. And most of them on TikTok set their videos to the John Mayer song, Gravity. Okay. To prove that gravity works, you dump water on your own head. That's just dumb. Well, that's all right. Whatever. The, gra- the gravity like the challenge. ice bucket challenge. Only yeah. it's just oh, not that raised money no, for charity. At there's least. no charity on this one. This is just people being dumb because they didn't realize gravity was a thing. No, they know gravity's a thing. <laughs> the gravity challenge, shot. Mm. Those of you that don't know. Okay. Now Trust me. Now you're woke. I just woke you. <laughs> I'll be watching for those. You got woke by me. Thanks for the heads up there. Yeah. That should be a new benchmark. Brian wokes you. Oh, Get woke by Brian. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Brian will woke you. Oh my gosh. Woken by Brian. Uh-huh. That sounds it's right. It sounds good. Could sell that. Somebody's gonna buy it. <laughs> Somebody with a Nobody's mattress. Some mattress it. place is gonna buy it. Nobody's my pillow it. brought to you. Brian got woke. Woke by Brian. Brought to you by my pillow. My pillow's so good it hugs you back. I boomeranged you for like the first time yesterday. You're not that time. woke. I'm second. I was so woke yesterday, Shaw. Did you see me? <laughs> I could tell, yeah. <laughs> Shaw just none of that was making sense. Oh <laughs> Shaw. <laughs> Keep oh, up. Shaw. You're all right, Shaw. It's Shaw, okay. you want to do the gravity challenge? You lost me at planking. <laughs> you want to do the gravity challenge with me, Shaw? Me I'm familiar with gravity. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.